Hello and welcome to this podcast, a show for Manly Man by a Manly Man. Uh, I'm your host, Hugh, Mew, or whatever else you want to call me. Any derogatory term will be completely fine. Now, you might be asking if you've listened to any of the other previous episodes, where's the woman? Where's the lady? And uh, she's very busy. Katz is not going to be on the podcast for the indefinite future because she has a crazy amount of adult responsibilities that she has to do. Uh, Another thing you might be noticing is that if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see me. I'm recording a video for this. So uh, this is a video podcast as well as an audio podcast. Uh, It's so, it's, I'm going to be focusing mainly on the audio aspect. Uh, The video is just meant to be supplementary. Like if you're watching the video right now, I'm going to throw up some random words somewhere on screen, a secret, secret message of sorts. Um, yeah, I decided since cats, you know, had to step away from the podcast. I was like, what if I, uh, gave myself triple the amount of work to do on the podcast instead of, you know, just recording it by myself, audio, audio only. God, it's been a few, (laughs) it's been a few weeks since I've, uh, recorded anything of any kind. So, uh, apologies if I pause <laughs> because, you know, I don't have anyone here to bounce ideas off of. It's all just, uh, the psychosis that is constantly, uh, tornadoing around my mind. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to try and make this show a little more structured. I have a new story I want to talk about that I think is funny. Uh, and yeah, other than that, just like little topics, stuff that I've written about uh, in my little notes I've mentioned on previous episodes. If you're on YouTube, the previous episodes are on Spotify, iTunes, all other stuff. I don't want to bother with uploading just the audio to YouTube. This is going to be the first episode for YouTube. So yeah, without further ado, let's get, I don't want to copy Keemstar. Uh, let's, here's a news story. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a news. Uh, so, Jamie Lynn Spears, uh, famous for Zoe 101 and being a total piece of shit to her sister, Britney Spears, um, recently announced a book. And for the release of, or not recently announced, it re- recently released a book. And for the releasement, releasement, for the release of the book, she decided to donate a large sum of money to charity. To which that charity turned around and said, no, thank you. We do not want to accept charity from you because they uh, thought it would look bad in the press because of what she did to her sister. For those that don't know about uh, Britney Spears conservatorship, Uh, basically Britney Spears was held captive by her father for the past like her entire life. Um, So she wasn't able, she wasn't like able to drive anywhere she wasn't able to pick her own clothes she wasn't able to choose what she wanted to eat she wasn't able to see her kids she wasn't able to do a lot of stuff if you you know if you don't know about this one where have you been it's been all over the internet it's fucking britney bitch um two i think there's a hulu documentary about it at this point so you could just hop on over there and uh watch it but i think it's very funny uh jamie lynn spears was famously on her father's side of the conserv- the battle for conservatorship. I'm speaking way too fast. Uh, and 
if you have been following this, you know, spoilers, Brittany is now a free woman. She can do whatever she wants. I actually read a news article recently where she talked about how both exciting and scary it is to be able to drive a car again for the first time in like 16 years. Uh, she said she drove, she was talking about driving past like a, a school zone and how scary it was because there was just kids around like, and she's like, what if they jump out in front of your car? Uh, very cute. Very cute. I, I'm very glad to see that she's doing well. Uh, I am a fan of her music and yeah, hope you're doing well, Brit. Uh, she's also like met a dude and is like in a relationship now. It's just it's all around a happy ending and uh, fuck her father and fuck her sister. And I'm very glad that that charity, they literally didn't accept thousands, like tens of thousands of dollars from this woman because they were just like, ew, no. And I think that is a, a beautiful thing, a beautiful news story uh, to get you through the week, knowing that Jamie Lynn Spears has gotten her comeuppance. It's like, what is the book even about? That's what I want to know. What's her book about? What is she writing about? I was on a Nickelodeon show one time and then I got pregnant and I had to uh, cancel it because I got pregnant. Like what? What is there to write about? You've been rich your entire life off of the back of your sister and you have the galls to be like, she needs to be under like supervision. She can't have control of her own life. Fuck you. Um, yeah, so... That's uh, the news. I don't think there was any other news. I read a news story <laughs> that I don't know if it's true or not. So I don't take this with a grain of salt. But I saw a news story uh, talking about how Donald Trump, when he was president, approached his press secretary with the express interest of putting out a press release talking about how big his penis is or talking about how it's not small. And uh, that I couldn't think of small pe anything more embodying small pee pee energy than having a press release telling people that your penis is of a normal size. So yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. I don't think it could have been an Onion article. I didn't see an Onion symbol above it, but I was just scrolling through a news app, and that's what I saw. Now to the next segment of the show. Weird thoughts with Hugh, me, uh, a weird thing, a weird thought I had, is there a delivery service for dead bodies, like a cross country delivery service? Cause like what happens if you die on vacation? If you, t if you live in Montana and you fly to Hawaii and you somehow have a heart attack, I mean, not somehow people have it every day. Uh, number one killer of man heart if you have a heart attack in hawaii how do they ship your body back how do they send it back do they send it through fedex or usps or ups i hope not ups they suck um but like to all the mail carriers out there is there a chance that you've delivered a dead body before is, or is there a specific delivery service for that? It's something I just was uh, pondering the other day. I don't know why I was thinking about it. I think I was just, you know, often as I do thinking about death and how uh, it comes for us all. Uh, and yeah, I was just like, what? <laughs> I couldn't imagine just like, because I've come from a delivery background. I worked 
for uh, Jeffrey Bezos directly under him. I, I was on a first name basis with him. Uh, I worked directly under him and delivered packages for his company for three years. And, you know, I just have my headphones in listening to music, listening to podcasts. I couldn't imagine a man just grooving out to some like music and just delivering a dead body like on a dolly type thing but they have to be delivered or do they have cross-country services where somebody drives it all the way do they take it by plane i am oddly fascinated by this subject and i actually need to research this but you know i who has i feel like you're gonna get put on a watch list for uh typing in how do you deliver a dead body (laughs) To be fair, though, I am most likely already on some watch lists for the things I look up. Uh, Second of which I wanted to talk about was I recently discovered that chickens have sex. I did not know that. I knew I thought here's what I thought. And I had I went to a farm when I was a kid. And this is where this idea stems from. Originally, I thought that the chicken lays an egg and then the ha- the rooster fertilizes it. I kind of thought about it as like, you know, he crop dusts it. Like he goes over on top of them and just farts sperm all over him. Saying it in hindsight, it is ridiculous, but I didn't really, I'm not a fucking biologist. I didn't need to know that chickens had sex until I was this age. And even then, it doesn't really affect my life in any way, shape, or form. But it is very interesting to learn. Like, so they have sex and then they lay the eggs and those eggs are fertilized. Uh, Wild how this world, like, just, I I went 26 years without knowing that chickens have sex because i found out i was like i always it's weird because i only thought about it for chickens every other bird i was like yeah birds fuck of course they fuck how else do they do it but with chickens i thought they were special i thought they were their own little thing their own they had their own little like uh thing that they did and it turns out uh no they did not they fuck the same which you know what good for you chickens (laughs) you fuck congrats God. All right. Now uh, on to TikTok corner where I talk to you about what I the abominations I've seen on my TikTok page and also just the nice things I see because sometimes I see nice things. TikTok is kind of a grab bag. Sometimes it'll make you severely depressed or sometimes it'll make you very happy. And then other times it might make you blow nose out your nose, blow nose, blow air out your nose real quick because it's not quite funny enough but it's just funny enough to get that subtle reaction out of you so three things have taken over tiktok in the past three months for me first and it's i'm doing it in order of how i saw it first is berries and cream guy so if you don't know or if you weren't around in the early 2000s uh there was a ad run by starburst where it was uh, a man dressed, a full-grown man dressed as a little lad, like a little boy from like the 1800s. And he would he did a little dance and sang a little song about the special berries and cream starburst that they that were out at the time. 
Now, for some reason within the past month, this man has made a immense resurgence to the point in which he has millions of followers on TikTok after just making a TikTok like last month. And the thing that they are doing with the berries and cream guy is that they are taking the audio from the from not the original video, but a video he did like talking about the dance and stuff like that. And they are come remixing it with popular songs or just remixing it with any song that seems to be like popular at the time or just old songs as well. I've heard a lot of like Panic at the Disco songs, My Chemical Romance songs. Uh, I think I heard a Paramore one. Basically, if you can think of a popular song within the past 10 years, it has been remixed with the Berries and Cream audio. And some of them slap like legitimately are good songs. And uh, yeah, that's what I, that's the first thing I've been seeing on my TikTok recently. You know, uh, I've seen countless remixes and also just people using the audio and doing the little lad dance themselves. Uh, I will not demonstrate it for you because I have limited space here. Also, I'm not a little lad. I'm a fucking old fuck at this point. Second thing I've been seeing on my TikTok recently a lot, like a lot, a lot, is there's a video. It's an old video. You can tell by the quality. And also, can we talk about how low quality videos, videos with very low resolutions are the best videos? Odds, like most likely they're low resolution because they're old or they've just been recently rediscovered. Um, But it's a video of a kid putting bricks it's like so absurd to describe what what i'm seeing it's a you see a table and it's a glass coffee table and it's just covered in bricks like actual mortar bricks and it fucking there's a if i had to guess there's a good 20 bricks on the table and then he just keeps putting more bricks on top of this like pyramid of bricks he's made on the table and he puts another brick on and then it crashes and the kid goes, oh no, our table, it's broken. And that's it. That's the whole video. But they've taken that audio and they've done a very similar thing to like the Berries and Cream guy where they've remixed it into songs, but they also just make the, use the audio for a bunch of other like things. And the problem that I'm running into is that every time I hear one of these sounds, I have to talk about how, how TikTok is so curated, so greatly curated that I could go, you can see how many videos have used that sound. And every time I do that, it tells me that only a couple thousand people have used the sound. As of right now, I... I'm calling it mental ill TikTok because I get stuff about mental illness. I get uh, cute girls, cute goth girls dancing, and I get berries and cream, the oh no, our table is broken. And then this third thing, which I think is uh, has a wider reach than those other two, it is uh, Noodles the Pug. So Noodles is a 13-year-old pug who has taken the internet by storm. The way the owner describes it is that when he wakes up in the morning, he checks on Noodle and he tries to stand Noodle up. If Noodle, if he tries to stand Noodle up and Noodle stays sturdy and stays up, 
like standing, it's a bones day. If he just tries to stand him up and he just flops down and just goes down, it's a no bones day. Now, the internet has taken this as meaning when there is a bones day, when Noodle stands up and the owner does this every day, mind you, does a check in every day now. When the pug stands up, that is a sign that you should have a productive day and you should uh, try your best, basically, because Noodle is trying his best. He's standing. It's a bones day. He has bones today. Whereas if he has no bones that day, that's a day where you can take a rest. You could take it easy. If you have obligations, don't stress them too much. Like, obviously, do what you got to do, but it's a no bones day. You don't have to chill. You can just chill. You can just relax. Today was a no bones day and uh, I slept until noon. So that's a a little bit of the advantage I'm taking of this whole trend is that, uh, yeah, I'm using it to be lazy. But those are the things I've seen on my TikToks recently. Uh, It's crazy. TikTok is unbelievably curated to the point in which Every person I've ever talked to about TikTok has just a completely different experience. Sometimes there's a little overlap with um, my best friend Katz. Uh, it's a lot of overlap because uh, we're both severely mentally ill. However, I think mine's worse because I see a lot more worse things. I see a lot of uh, questionable people. I, I get a lot of videos where it's like three views on it. That's a cool thing about TikTok is that you can post, anyone can post anything and somebody somewhere will see it. I have a handful of TikToks on my page that I've made. They're like barely anything or just like, you know, stuff I just shit out, shit out and just threw on TikTok or stuff I was filming in real life, like being at a convention or whatnot. And most of those get at least five to 600 views, which isn't a significant, like a lot, but that's five to 600 people watching your like 30 second to minute long video. Uh, it's pretty, you know, pretty crazy how wide of a reach it gets. So as a result, I see a lot of videos that have like 10, 20 likes of just a random stranger I've never met before or videos with Z. I see so many videos with zero likes and zero comments on them. And it's, wild most of them aren't good if you have zero likes and zero comments there i've never seen one with that that i would deem uh like socially accepted as good i should say i think they're good because i am a terrible person so a lot of the videos i see are somebody just like so a lot of crackheads there's a lot of crackheads on tiktok and it's not funny crack is a very is an epidemic but those motherfuckers have superpowers. I don't know what it is about crack that gives you superpowers. It's only a small minority of the population that do crack get superpowers. Because I've seen crackheads just like do normal stuff constantly or they just appear like they're sober or normal. And then I see crackheads doing backflips, doing side flips, doing like push up, handstand push ups. Uh, running at a crazy fast rate, lifting insane amounts of weight with no training. They look like they're bones and sinew, yet they're lifting like fucking hundreds of pounds of shit just because somebody told me they told them they'd give them like five, ten dollars. Unbelievable. It almost 
almost makes me want to try it. I'm never going to. It's very bad for you. But it's like, what am I, what am I missing out on power? I want to do, I want to smoke a little crack and then go to the gym. See what numbers I'm putting up at the gym after that. A little, little crack or some meth. But I feel like I would end up just assaulting somebody. <laughs> I feel like crack is more mellow than meth. Meth, you're going to assault somebody. Crack, you might fillet somebody. You know? Like, I'm sure crackheads get into plenty of fights and altercations. But every video I've seen of a crackhead, they're pretty civil. They're like, hey, I'll do anything if you give me $5. That's it. All right, we're going to be moving on to another segment that I have deemed, uh, again, all of this is just off the top of my head. I haven't written anything down. I planned on writing stuff down like segments I wanted to do, uh, and I completely procrastinated that because I was watching anime. Um, But this next segment, I'd like to call it Weird Movie Facts with Moo. Notice how I'm changing my name every time I have a new... (laughs) I went from Hugh to Mew to Hugh Mew. I'm a man of a million names, okay? Uh, I also go by Matthew, but that's my biblical name, if you know what I'm saying. That's what I talk about when I'm trying to get biblical. That's why I introduce myself as, hey, what's up, girl? I'm Matthew. Trying to get biblical with me? Trying to fucking part the Red Seas. That's gross. What What does that mean? Oh, God. Did I say something that is, I was, I meant to say that as a euphemism, but now I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound good, actually. (laughs) Girl, you better have an arc because it's about to get wet in here. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. I need to stop because I'm actually being viewed so you could see my face. Uh, If you're watching the video on YouTube, you can actually see my face. um, Fucking thinking and just making weird faces i have looked at the camera maybe twice this entire video uh sorry i am really bad at looking people in the eyes and also cameras since they're especially in inanimate objects um weird oh my god weird movie facts with Mew. god i went on a tangent about names and sex um my favorite weird movie fact I'm going to probably have more in the future, but this is one that truly, truly is bizarre. So in the 2001 movie, Master of Disguise, starring Dan, Dan Harvey, Dan Carvey, what, Dan Carvey, Dan Carvey, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I think that's his name That's an, or an approximation of his name, uh, If you've seen the film, we're all familiar with the turtle club scene. The turtle club in which Dana Carvey uh, dresses as the turtle guy. It's a man wearing a big green suit and he has a bald head and a turtle-like mouth. And he says, turtle, I'm not turtly enough for the turtle club. Uh... The fun fact is during that scene, 9-11 happened 
and they had a moment of silence while he was fully dressed as the turtle guy. I'm pretty sure they had a moment of silence um, between the first and second tower falling. That's just me approximating it, though. I don't remember off the top of my head. But yes, Dana Carvey's 9-11 story was he was dressed as the turtle man for disastrous movie master of disguise um and yeah i think that's probably the most interesting movie fact i mean i could have given you like a real movie fact like oh fucking in the matrix they trained for like six months to do karate no dan harvey was dressed as a turtle while 9-11 happened chew on that fact There's also uh, the Room uh, 9-11 thing where they had a long moment of silence during the filming of The Room for 9-11. And apparently it was like five or six minutes of silence, like a v- absurdly long time to be silent for anything. Uh, like a moment of silence, I think, m- tops off max at one minute. After one minute, it's like, okay, we've all had our collective silence. That's one minute across like 20 people. So technically that's like 20 minutes if you know basic math. So yeah, that's weird movie facts with Moo. And now (laughs) on to our next, our next category, uh, Matthew's weird opinions or Matthew's muses. No, is that it? That's a good title. Matthew's Muses. Is that the right? Am I using that term right? Muses? I thought muses were the thing that inspired you, but also it could be just ideas. Muses could be in... I don't know. I'm not good at English. I went to American school. Uh, I... We're going to get a little political right here. I am a leftist. I'm very left-leaning. I've taken the quiz. I've taken multiple quizzes just to be sure. And I get roughly around the same area um, every time. Like fucking middle left, like down left. So more leaning towards libertarian and far left. Um, But I don't, I'm not a political expert or anything, but, uh, I don't have very many libertarian views. I'm not a libertarian, obviously, so I don't have many views supporting it. Um, But I think that with driver's license, we either need to make the test 10 times harder or we need to abolish driver's license altogether. Either we make the test way harder so that Bad drivers, because I'm going to be real with you, as somebody who's been a delivery driver for years, I'd say 90% of people on the roads do not either do not know what they're doing or they're just really bad at it. Uh, I also, right now, a little peek into my personal life. Uh, right now, I'm, uh, I have a, I'm doing a little extra side gig uh, directing traffic for a event in my state where it's like, jack-o'-lantern set up and you walk through it and there's a bunch of jack-o'-lanterns i move my hand a lot i've noticed i'm full-blood portuguese so if i just fucking do this the whole time uh sorry but i'm directing traffic for this jack-o'-lantern event where you walk through and a bunch of artists made jack-o'-lanterns or just it's it's not 
it sounds kind of cool, but I've been, I've done it. Uh, I've been through it a couple times, but it's not even like 90% of the pumpkins. I say 90% a lot. That's my go-to percentage. 90% of the pumpkins aren't even carved. They're just painted on. Like they they have a handful of carved pumpkins, but for the most part, all of the pumpkins are just painted on, which is like, okay, cool. It's a cool, it's beautiful art for the most part, but it, it's not this, it's not different than just going to an art gallery. Like besides the texture, there's very little difference to painting on a pumpkin than painting on a fucking canvas. And obviously, you know, it's curved and all that stuff. It's basically a round canvas. And for the most part, depending on how big the pumpkin is, because they get some big pumpkins, the canvas is pretty like huge and flat. So it's just an art exhibit, but it's on pumpkins. So it's Halloween themed and it's all right. But I went off a long tangent, but I have to direct traffic and oh boy, have I seen so many fucking bad thing, bad people driving like people that can't even do basic parking. Like when we're doing it, especially at the beginning of the night, we directly tell you which parking spots to park in. We say park in this parking spot, park in this parking spot. That person's taking too fucking long to get their stroller out of the trunk. So you can park in this spot instead. But for the most part, we have six people like out there which we only need like two or three, but we have like six people out there pointing to parking spots. And you'd be amazed at how many people just cannot follow those directions. We try to make it as easy as possible, have people pull through spots so that you don't have to back into parking spots. A lot of times there's sometimes where you have to back in, but yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. Like they should not be driving. It's dangerous for them to be driving, in my opinion. Um, so I think we should make the driving test 10 times harder. And if we did that, I would not have passed the driving test. I am an admitted I was a bad driver. Now I'm an all right driver, but that's because I've been driving for over 10 years at this point. But when I took my driving test when I was 15, uh, I did not think I was going to pass. In fact, I think they just fucking felt bad for me and passed me. Uh, the way it went is I went, oh, ooh, ah, move a little bit. How you doing over there, love? Okay. Uh, what happened is I took the triple, I took triple A driving lessons, which my parents didn't do driving instruction with me. My stepdad took me one time, a total of one time to an empty parking lot to drive around. And we drove around for about five to 10 minutes before he just was like, all right, let's go. That was, besides that, I took six hours of um, driving instruction with AAA. So I did like, I think like three, two hour sessions where I basically got in a car and this dude was like, drive. Uh, and it was very scary because he was like, I'm not going to let make you drive on the highway your first time. Obviously, uh, we'll do that the second day. So you're more comfortable. And then immediately after saying that he was like, merge onto the highway. <laughs> I think he said that to just fuck with me. Cause he was like, oh, I'll take it easy on you. And then he was like, merge onto the highway. I almost hit a cop as well. He had to like grab the steering wheel, uh, and like move it a little bit. Cause it was, um, it was like a, there was like 
construction being done on the side of the road uh, on the right side. We drive on the right side for anyone outside of America. Uh, it was construction on the road on the right side. And I was—I had to like go around the cop. And the dude was just like, you were an inch away from fucking hitting that cop, dude. And I was just like, sorry, but kind of not sorry in hindsight. Because, you know, fuck it. What would have happened? I didn't have a license. They couldn't take my license away. I mean, I'm not talking about I was going to plow directly into him. I was like going to clip him with the mirror. Like he was just going to get a little slap on the ass. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Where was I going with this? Oh, so I only took three driving lessons and then I went to go take my test. And when you go to take your test, if you take AAA driving courses, they have you drive the AAA driving vehicle, which I think I swear I don't remember the exact vehicle it was but if i had to guess i think it was either a honda civic or it was a toyota camry that was the vehicle and it had, it had like a triple a decal and everything on it uh and i went with my friend because my friend also took the the courses so me and my f- like a good friend of mine from school were side by side taking our tests back to back i went first so i go to take my test and it's or it's like going fine. There was a few times where he yelled at me for his own mistake. Like there was a, uh, we went to an intersection. I stopped at the stop sign in the intersection. And then I just like, I assumed, oh, he didn't say a direction to go in. So I'll just go straight. Cause he, you know, if he's not giving me a direction, I assume that just means proceed forward. Uh, so I start driving forward And he has brakes on his side. He slams on his brakes on this side while we're in the middle of an intersection. And there are cars on the other side, mind you, watching this happen. And he just, he slams on the brakes and I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, go right. I'm like, okay, thank you for letting me know. So I turn right. And I think he did that a second time with like a left-hand turn where I was going straight and then he stopped and was like, oh no, you're supposed to go left. And I was like, oh, thank you for the instruction. But he was like a, gruff old dude I, I and he was just very like very stern and strict and i was just like okay i mean i don't want to fail this test i gotta go and then uh i was real bad at backing up he had to make me redo backing up which they don't have to make you redo it uh like i went to back up and i was like moving a little bit too much so i was like kind of like swerving around Uh, And he was like, nope, pull back up and then do it again, which they could have failed me instantly on that. Just been like, yeah, you can't back up. Fuck off. Uh, But I was like, okay. And then I backed up the second time and I did fine. I was, you know, I backed up as good as a 15 year old can. And uh, then we get back to the uh, place where they do the test and I get in the, like we park and I go, "Uh, am I done? And he's like, yeah, you're done. And I was like, okay, did I pass? And he fucking was silent. He didn't say anything. He just said, he just like stood there. He's like, go get the other guy. I think that's what he said. And then he was dead silent. And I was like, oh, okay. Do I bring the keys? And he's like, no, leave them. I was like, okay. And then he just went silent again. Wasn't looking at me, mind you. He was dead forward. Like I'm obviously getting out of the driver's side and he's just, dead forward and then sometimes he'd look down at his papers so i was like okay this is fucking weird but sure 
Like, you know, I've never taken a driving test, so I assume this is just how it goes. And then I get in there and I'm like, hey, dude, here are the keys. It's your turn to take driving test. My friend's gone for about 20, 25 minutes. I don't know how long a driving test takes. It could have been 30. I was just so nervous. It felt like six hours. Um, He comes back in and he's like, he told you you passed, right? And I was like, no, he didn't. And he was like, he told me I passed. To which I was like, excuse me? He told you what? He was like, yeah, he said you passed. And I, he said just to wait to, for them to call your name. And I was like, he didn't tell me that at all. He didn't tell me if I passed. And he didn't tell me to wait in there till they call my name. He just told me to give you the next, give the next guy the keys. So I'm fucking full on panicked right now. I'm like, fuck, dude, like. Did I really just fail this? God damn it. I'm going to have to schedule it again. I'm going to have to retry to like, it's just, it's just, I get nervous when I go to appointments of any kind, even if it's like a basic appointment, like doctor's appointments. So the idea of going to an appointment and then having to drive around and take a test is nightmarish to me. The worst thing, like people talk about having dreams where they go to school and they're in their underwear and stuff like that i would not panic as much as if i had to go to a driving test and i was in my underwear or just fully clothed i don't even care just going to take a driving test is one of my biggest fears i actually turned down a job recently because i had to take a driving test and i was just like i'm i i'm not interested i'll take a different job and i found a to be fair i did find a better job but yeah it was just like fuck dude uh eventually though it has a happy ending uh they called my name. They called my name and had me take my picture and I got a license and I was able to drive uh, my junior and senior year to school, which was fan-fucking-tastic. Having a car and going to school is way cooler than any time in your life. Like, I don't even remember at all any time before I got my car my junior year. Like after I got my car, my junior year, that's when my school memories start. Basically everything else is just vague, like blurs in my mind. Uh, but yeah, I should not have passed the. I feel like I'm speculating that this man did not, when I left the car, he did not know if I passed or not, he was not sure. It was basically up to him. And I feel like he got a little bit of a God complex about it. Maybe he was in a good mood. Who knows what was going through this man's mind. He seemed like a fucking, like a, like a, a tank basically of emotions. Like I couldn't read him at all. Uh, and I think he was just like, yeah, you know, this kid didn't fuck up too bad. He just didn't back up very good. Like, because ultimately, that's really all I didn't do well was backing up very good. I was a nervous wreck the whole time, but I was obeying the laws. And I was, uh, you know, a, a few of the things that I quote unquote got wrong was him stopping me in the middle of an intersection because he didn't tell me the directions. But yeah, so I got my license. And I feel like that's a similar story for a lot of people. There's probably a, so many people that passed their driving test solely because the driver felt bad or the instructor felt bad or the instructor was just having a good day and was like, you know what, you pass. And that's a bad thing. I think the driving test should be way harder. I think the driving test should be two to three hours long. You need to fucking do endurance driving, I feel like. 
you need to be able to drive and it should be at like four in the morning is when the test should start or two in the morning you need to be at your tiredest and you need to be like fucking i feel like to do a driving test you have to stay the night there and they have to wake you up abruptly at 2 a.m with like a loud noise or like a megaphone in your ear and then they throw you the car keys and say get in and drive and you gotta either get in and hit the gas at a respectable pace you gotta drive at a normal speed but you have to get in the car and drive and the person's like we need you to go here here and here we have the gps already set up you know we live in the 21st century so obviously they have the gps already set up to the destination you need to go to and then you have to get to those spots in a timely manner in a safe manner while obeying all the traffic laws while you're very tired now you might be saying oh Driving at 3 a.m., that's not difficult. There's no one on the road. Wrong. We have, we hire hundreds of interns to drive around strategically trying to chase you down and hunt you down to not like hit your car or anything. It's not bumper cars, but to annoy you minorly. So we'll have somebody like go a little bit too slow and like go in like 15 and a 25 or some shit like that. Just little things that peeve you. And it's a test of patience. So if somebody's going 15 and 25 and you swerve around them, it doesn't matter how quick you have to get to your destination. It's timed like crazy taxi, by the way. Uh, It doesn't matter how much time it is to get to your destination. You cannot pass illegally around them. You need to find either another route Or you need to just hold your breath and hope that they take a turn left or right. Because that's what you got to do in real life. And so you do that. You do all that stuff. And then at the end of it, you have to take... You have to take a basic like... I guess, no, that's pretty good. I'm trying to think of things that I've done in my car that like I didn't learn on the driving test or driving lessons. Um, Obviously, it's a given that you're going to have to learn to parallel park and we're not using cones. We're using luxury cars like supercars. You scratch this supercar, you owe the state of whatever state you're in thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars. Do you, driving on the road, serious business, do you have what it takes to be serious about it? Oh, I just realized my posture is so garbage. Uh, Do you have what it takes? Are you going to scratch up this Lamborghini or this fucking Audi? Uh, You better have been practicing because otherwise, like, you're fucked, dude. We're going to have pedestrians cross the road, jaywalk across the road, jump out in front of your car. What are you going to do? You got to stop. You got to figure out something to do. This is going to be the new driving test if I had my way Uh, because drivers suck. They so many people suck at driving. And I know it's not just a New England thing. Uh, People always write it off as you. I swear to God, this you could insert any state and be like, oh, yeah, they suck at driving. There are so many times where I've seen a bad driver and somebody's like, oh, they're from Massachusetts. And like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. They're from Massachusetts. Or you see a license plate from Connecticut and you're like, of course, they're bad at driving. They're from Connecticut. But I swear to God, I've seen I've said that phrase for every single state in New England. So it's like 
Is it just a whole New England thing? I see New York drivers that are bad. I've seen people from Florida and Virginia that are bad at driving. Bad driving is ubiquitous with America. I think all of America, for the most part, everyone is a bad driver. Majority of people are bad drivers. Driving tests are too, too lenient to the point in which, why do I have to renew my license every few years when it's basically this license is just symbolic that I can hit the gas pedal? It's like, why do I need that? Just abolish driver's license as a whole. You, for stuff like getting alcohol and stuff like that, you get a state ID. I think it's stupid. And I think we should just abolish the license for that. And if you do that, more people, like if you drive and hit somebody, that's fucking, you got to deal with that more. It makes it more of a serious thing when you hit another car. If you don't have a license, I suppose you could run it like... If you don't have a, and you know, I'm breaking down my own, my own logic here. Cause if you don't have a license, you therefore don't have a registration, uh, or state inspection. State inspections are bullshit though. Like that's so stupid. I get it for like environmental reasons, but like, why does it matter if my ball joints are coming out? If I fucking break down the side of the road, that's my problem. Not yours government. You're going to help me out with this fucking shit. No, you're not. So I got to pay you to inspect my car because you say I need to have it inspected. Bullshit. I think my argument was pretty bad with the driver's license. I think it's more reasonable to make the the driving test way harder than it is to abolish driver's license as a whole, which is why it's, we should do the first thing. Uh, what did I call this corner? Matthew's Muses? Muses? Moose mooses would make more sense, but it's also a very stupid word to say. Moose mooses. God. Gobbledygook. All right. Where are we at time-wise? Ooh, we are good on time. All right. It's time to close this video out. Slash audio. Slash however you're listening to this. Uh, whatever way you possibly are listening to this, thank you for listening to this. I very much appreciate you listening to my insane ramblings about driving tests. Uh, if you are interested in following me in any way, shape, or form, you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is humu, H-E-W-M-U. My Twitter is a little different, however. It's uh, Vegimu, V-E-G-G-I-E-M-U. My Twitch, which I haven't streamed in a good while. I'm going to try and do it soon. I am moving house very soon, so I'm going to have a, more freedom to do crazy streams. There's going to be a fireplace in my house, so I'm going to do fireside chats from time to time. I'm going to do more cooking streams. And by more, I mean just cooking streams in general because I've never done that before. Uh, yeah, so follow me over at twitch.tv slash Again, same spelling, H-E-W-M-U. Um, and if you want to watch the video portion of this and you're on Spotify or on iTunes, however you're listening to this Google podcast, um, my YouTube channel is also Humu, H-E-W-M-U. So uh, knock yourself out with that. If you could tell your friends about this podcast, that would be lovely. Word of mouth is the number one way in which podcast spread. Did I even say the name of this podcast in the intro? It's, have you ever seen a polar bear IRL? That is the name of this podcast. I'm going to have it uh, like in an acronym at the bottom 
in the title of the video, but yeah, that's the podcast. Uh, go rate it on iTunes. Tell your friends about it. Uh, and until next time, peace out, y'all.